0: Hello, hello, everyone. It's the Petite Polymath. I know it's been a while. Life has just kind of gotten away from me. And in all honesty, I've started some fiction books that I haven't completely finished. And I've been reading multiple nonfiction books at the same time. So I really felt like I didn't have a lot of fodder for an episode. But today I'm going to just do kind of a musings episode of some things I've been watching and just some various thoughts I've had. And then, you know, hopefully we'll return to normal broadcasting soon. So stay tuned. So um, I think the last time I recorded maybe it was in March, maybe April. I think it was in March. Um, I think it was the Midnight Library. That might have been the last book that I talked about. <clears throat> and around that time, things just kind of got busier in life. Um, I'm actually moving cities in um, in July, so that's the whole thing, and so I was finishing up work and just kind of acclimating to a sort of, I don't know, I don't even know what we call this time, post-pandemic seems a little bit too optimistic, um, but I guess just kind of a new-ish normal um, since the vaccine's taken off and... Um, Places besides the United States South have opened up. Um, So, yeah, so trying to just kind of regain balance. You know, I think pre-pandemic, a lot of us ran on empty. And I'm just trying to take the lessons I learned um, during COVID into the time after that and not let myself get to that frenetic pace again. So, things I've been reading. Um, I actually am currently in the midst of, well, I just read The Drunken Botanist, which I loved. It really isn't a book as much as just an informational text about all the botanicals used in drink of all sorts, alcoholic and non, uh, and it's in alphabetical order. And I I think, actually, it might just be divided by fruit, tree, nut, etc., but it's really fun if you're like kind of a drink geek, which, which I definitely am. I really enjoyed reading it. <clears throat> and it's just a great resource in the future because they even have recipes um, in it as well. And then I am reading um, Working the Roots, which is an anthology or collection of um, kind of um, musings of um, black American healers. Um, kind of particularly throughout the South. Um, I finished my herbalism class uh, in May, which was a lovely, lovely use of pandemic quietness. And I'm super excited about how to implement that in my life from this point on. And so I've been reading all the books I can on, on plants and herbs and herbalist and uh, all sorts of things. Randomly reading a book on Jim folklore. Don't ask me why. Um, that's a whole other story. And then I actually something I did finish was um, Carlo Rovelli's seven brief lessons on physics, which I highly recommend. And it's a short um, book. <clears throat> So uh, Rovelli was interviewed by Krista Tippett on the On Being podcast, um, which is a podcast I really, really enjoy. I often listen to it when I'm traveling, which hasn't happened as much in the last year and a half. Um, So sometimes if I'm just, you know, wanting to unwind and not watch TV, but not necessarily go to sleep, I'll listen to her podcast. And um, he's a physicist, an Italian physicist, who um, really kind of bridges the gap between physics and the meaning of life, which then, you know, overflows into philosophy and religion and kind of the existential questions of what it means to be a human. And I just thought it was incredibly poetic, and I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I mean, it's not even 200 pages, uh, and yet—actually, it's not even 100 pages— But you could go back and read a lesson and just kind of sit there with the thought um, for some time. So, something that I say you should check out. So, I have been watching a few things. I'm super excited for Lupin, the second episode, the second season of that to be coming out in a couple weeks. Um, And on Netflix, I just finished um, High on the Hog, which is. Such a great docu-series. It's so beautifully shot, and it's pretty much the subtitle is how um, I think African-American cuisine shaped America. It is beautiful. I got a little weepy with every episode, and it starts in um, on the western coast of Africa in Benin, and goes full circle to Texas, and pretty much just kind of—I guess it wouldn't be full circle. It kind of ends in Texas, rather, Um, but the story of how a new people were made um, in the midst of, you know, chattel slavery and um, have contributed so much to this country, so much of which has been lost or disregarded, and it's just really, it just makes you feel so proud. I, uh, I learned so much. You know, such as the cowboy is actually, you know, a black creation. Um, Black American at that. Macaroni cheese, macaroni and cheese, macaroni pie, um, being perfected by, you know, the slave of Thomas Jefferson, who was actually James Hemings, uh, a very, um, you know, uh, skilled chef, trained in France. Um, James was the older brother of of Sally Hemings, um, who Jefferson, you know, owned and, you know, had multiple children with. Um, I refuse to call that a relationship because you can't really have a relationship with somebody who sees you as property. So there we go. Uh, But yes, so really, really lovely series on Netflix. I highly recommend it. I also watched the last season Um, of uh, Master of None Aziz Ansari's um, series and he takes a back seat and Lena Waithe um, and her story moves to the forefront we don't see Eric which I I really like Eric so I hope he comes back later Um, but it was also really beautifully done many hat tips to classical film um, with the ways that they shot things and the music and some of the the ways that people were kind of um, I don't know the fancy term but how people were placed in the scene um and uh and yeah it was it was definitely a journey that was enjoyable to to watch um I think that might be the majority Of the things I've been into, I need to pick up some more podcasts, and um, I did start listening to my good old still processing. I did have a trip recently, and so that was my opportunity to catch up on that. And they've restarted some more episodes, and it's it's so I so enjoy hearing uh, Jenna and Wesley go back and forth um, on that podcast. I hope to have some exciting. thoughts about books that I'm reading in the not so distant future um, once life has kind of gotten a little bit more into a rhythm so we'll see how that goes but I mainly just wanted to say hello let you know I'm still around and that I don't plan on dropping this um it's just that you know life has a way so until next time everyone The Petite Polymath is a podcast from the mind of Brit Stone. Y'all have a great week.